Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? shall increase of prophetic things. And I have to tell you, many of us in the prophetic circles, many of us pastors, those who study the word, probably some of you, our eyes are opening to certain things. Vision is getting clearer, which means what? It says, but you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Look, I believe we are in the time of the end. You can believe whatever you want. But I am going to live like the Lord is coming today. And remember what John Corson always said. If the Lord doesn't come today, he's coming tomorrow. And that's true every day. (laughs) But he's coming. And if you can't see the things forming in the world right now, you're blind. Open the scripture. Pray. Seek the Lord. We have never seen this. And, well, they've been saying that for years. Yes. And we know scoffers would come in the last days and say those very things. But we are to live as if the Lord will come today. Because here's the truth. He may. Are you ready? And he is opening our eyes to many things. But when you read this, God is telling Daniel that those secret things, they would be shut up until the end. He says, seal them up. Many are going to run to and fro, but knowledge shall increase. And I believe we are become, becoming that generation. We are starting to see things a little clearer. So whatever they are, whoever these people are, these things are, whatever this is, they are going to mingle themselves with the seed of men. Now, there's some possibility some people talk about. With modern technology, you know, we we can clone people now. We can do all sorts of cloning. We can do do genetic editing. We can do all of these things. There's even transhumanism, where all of these elites are trying to become gods, little g. Go read the literature. They think they're going to become gods. They think they're going to be able to mix, in a sense, iron with clay, you know, technology into human beings. And they think they're going to be able to upload their consciousness and live forever and create themselves bodies and all this. If you think I'm crazy, go study it out. That's what these leaders are talking about. World leaders are talking about transhumanism, putting chips in our brains, up, upgrading the human being, putting an operating system in us, being able to download our consciousness. Go study it out. That's what they say they can do and what they're working on. You know, Elon Musk, go look at some of his stuff, but he's not alone. We're talking about hundreds of companies around the world investing millions upon millions in transhumanism. Could be. But what about this? Think about all the other things going on right now. Think about the alien lie. Why is it the government, after all these years, secret you know, government filming of all these so-called alien craft and all this stuff, why is it coming out in the news now? Why now? Could it be Satan is hedging his bets to explain away the rapture? You can think I'm crazy and you can laugh all you want, but go look at this. Why would our government be releasing videos of these tic-tac objects flying at all these different speeds and all of this stuff and then saying, hey, this could be intelligent life? Do you know in the schools they're, te- they're teaching panspermia where they, they are telling kids that aliens seeded us on this planet? Oh, you didn't know that? 
<laughs> That's because you're too distracted by all the rainbow flags and everything else going on in the schools, right? Look, I'm telling you, go study this out. The alien lie. These things, whatever they are, we know what they are. They're not aliens. They're not interdimensional beings from a galaxy far, far away. They're interdimensional beings, and it's nothing new. They're interdimensional. They're demonic. Remember this. During the tribulation, there has to be a lie so salacious, so amazing, so powerful, so big, that the entire world, except those new believers in Christ, are going to worship Satan. They're going to worship the dragon. So what? What would cause a world to do that? If they came with all the answers everybody always wanted to have, hey, we seeded you on this planet. Here's your purpose. We took away the troublemakers. Call me crazy. But my eyes are being opened in these last days. What about you? Not only that, but this is the only one of these theories we actually see in Scripture. Do you know that? And I'm not talking about aliens. I'm talking about fallen angels, demonic beings. In the time before the flood, what happened? Genesis 6, verse 1 and 2. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and, had, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Now there are three groups of individuals there. Men who had daughters, and then the sons of God. Ben Elohim. Every single time in Scripture, when that term is used in the Old Testament, in Job and Genesis, it's referring to angels. Ben Elohim. This is what they did, these wicked angels did what they weren't supposed to do. You can read about in Jude. I'm not going to dive too much into this today, but you can read about in 2 Peter. Look, we know this is what happened. And those who want to argue, they argue and they say, well, in the New Testament, we're called sons of God. So how? No, we're called sons and daughters of Adam. But through Christ and through Christ alone, we can become sons of God. Because when God looks upon us, he sees Christ. But every single time in the Old Testament, that term for sons of God, ben Elohim, every single time it's referring to angels. Angels. And they did this wicked thing. And we know in Genesis 6-4 it says this, There were giants on the earth in those days and afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. The Nephilim. Understand, prior to the flood, we know this is what was going on. You can believe it or not, but that's what was happening. There are all these other theories that can't be true. The, this, the scripture is very clear on this. This is what was going on. There was a horrible genetic mutation going on because these evil angels left their first estate. And we know they're in a very special place of persecution for doing so. But understand, this didn't happen without warning. God gave warning in Genesis 3.15, in the Proto-Evangelium, in the first prophecy of Messiah, of Jesus, and the virgin birth. Genesis 3.15 says this, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed, he's speaking to Satan, and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Now we know this is uh, the, the prophecy of the virgin birth, because women don't have seed. And I don't think I need to describe that. Women don't have seed. <laughs> So this is prophesying the virgin birth. And it's prophesying the cross. He's saying, okay, you're going to bruise the Messiah's heel, but he's going to crush your head. <laughs> he is the one who's going who's to win. But did you notice? God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed, Satan, and her seed. Those are the exact same word. So what's it talking about? 
like things. It has to be. Notice, Satan had a seed. What is that seed? Again, Satan inspired these angels to do this wicked thing, to create this hybrid race. And why? Because then Messiah couldn't come. Do you understand that was Satan's plan? He was trying to thwart Messiah from coming because he knew this passage. Satan knows scripture way better than you and me. And so he was trying to win. He is so fooled in his own mind that he thinks he can somehow win. And the Antichrist kingdoms are going to do the same thing. They're going to war against Jesus. How's that going to turn out? But here's the thing. That's what is being said here. And some argue about this again for other reasons. Some say, well, there's no way angels could procreate with humans. Oh, is that true? Well, here's the thing. How come in the Old Testament, many times when we see angels, remember the, Christ, the Christophany when, when Jesus Christ himself, a theophany, a Christophany, came and met with Abraham? He had two angels with him. They appeared as men and they ate food. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah? Two men, they appeared as men, but they were angels, showed up and took Lot out of Sodom and before it was destroyed. So they appear as men. So how deep does that biology go? I don't know. But I also know this. We know that fallen angel technology is probably far superior to ours. And yet we can create human beings in a test tube. We can do all sorts of genetic manipulations. So did they do that or was it conventional means? I think it was conventional because they took wives for themselves. That seems to be what it's saying. But then there's an argument to say, well, Jesus said in Matthew 22 that we as humans, we will not procreate. We will not be married in heaven. There will not be marriage in heaven because we're like the angels in heaven. And see, the angels don't marry. And I tell them, you missed the key fact. You're talking about angels in heaven. Now, human beings, I'm just going to ask a question. <laughs> be honest about it. And I know it's a real hard, challenging question. But do hum human beings marry and procreate now on earth? <laughs> yes. For those that don't know, yes. Okay? I'm not going to go into details. Yes. Will we in heaven? No. So think about the reverse order of that. Angels that are in heaven will not. But remember, those angels left their first estate. And they did a wicked thing. And they came to this planet. And so, whether by genetic manipulation or conventional means, they did this. They did this wicked thing. And we know God sent a flood to wipe them out. We know it was brutal and it was horrible, so much that God lamented making man. Why? Because of what was happening to his creation. And in Genesis 6, 9, we, we know Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, but it also says this, Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. This is why God picked Noah. Well, what does that mean? The word for generations is speaking of his DNA. That's what the word means. Chuck Messler, I think many of you, Dr. Chuck Messler, he was a great influence in my life, and I know many of you, but he wrote this. The word perfect is a term to mean without blemish, sound, healthful, without spot or unimpaired. It is always used in regard to physical defects. The scripture is telling us that Noah was distinctive in that his genealogy was not blemished. And so we know Noah and his wife, his three sons and their wives were saved. But we also know somehow those giants came back after the flood. They were before the flood, but that passage in Genesis tells us they were after the flood. And remember when God sent Israel into the land of Canaan and those 12 witnesses, they went in in Numbers 13:33. They go in there and what did they say? We can't fight them. They're giants. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. 
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.